Goedemorgen. Good morning and how are you doing? Are you well? Well, I'm... How's that old song? On top of old Smokey, all covered with cheese, yeah. On top of the world, good morning by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you that we may be with you wherever you are listening. Oh, I want to share this with you this morning. It just excites my heart when I read this. May I read it from the New Testament? It's all about the act of forgiveness. The act of forgiveness. Yeah. Luke chapter 7, verse 36 to 50. One of the Pharisees asked Jesus over for a meal, and he went to the Pharisee's house and sat down at the dinner table. And just then, a woman of the village, the town harlot, having learned that Jesus was a guest in the home of the Pharisee, came with a bottle of a very expensive perfume and stood at his feet, weeping, raining tears on his feet. This harlot woman was crying, letting her hair down, she dried his feet, kissing them and anointing Jesus' feet with a perfume. When the Pharisee who had invited Jesus saw this, he said to himself, If this man was the prophet I thought he was, he would have known what kind of a woman this is, who is falling all over him. And then Jesus said to him in Luke chapter 7 verse 40, Simon, I have something to tell you. Oh, tell me something? Okay. Two men were in debt to a banker. One owed 500 silver pieces, the other 50. Neither of them could pay up, and so the banker cancelled both debts. Which of the two would be more grateful? Simon answered, I suppose the one who was forgiven the most, that's right, said Jesus. Then turning to the woman, but speaking to Simon still, Jesus said, Do you see this woman? I came to your home. You provided no water for my feet. But she rained tears on my feet and dried them with her hair. You gave me no greeting. But from the time I arrived, she has not quit kissing my feet. You provided nothing for freshening me up. But she has soothed my feet with perfume. Impressive. Impressive. Isn't it? She was forgiven many, many sins. And so she is very, very grateful. If the forgiveness is minimal, the gratitude is minimal. And then he spoke to her. I forgive your sins, said Jesus to the harlot. That set the dinner guests all talking behind Jesus' back. Who does he think he is forgiving sins, they said. He ignored them and said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Jesus says in Luke chapter 7 verse 47, She was forgiven many, many sins, and so she is very, very grateful. 
Jesus says in Luke 7 verse 47, If the forgiveness is minimal, the gratitude is minimal as well. What a lesson. What a lesson in forgiveness. What a lesson in forgiveness. You know what I learned from this? Is that the more you understand about forgiveness, the more you are able to love. Got that? That's what Jesus wants to teach us. The more you understand about forgiving someone else, the more you understand about forgiving yourself, the more you understand about forgiveness, the more you are able to love the more you are able to comprehend the love of God. Do you know that studies have shown that people who practice forgiveness are more likely to enjoy longer satisfying relationships? Researchers even found that people who practice unconditional forgiveness are more likely to enjoy longer lives yeah and that's what the scientists says because research has proven and found that people who practice unconditional forgiveness are more likely to enjoy longer lives forgiveness Jesus teaches us is the ultimate act of love and when we are able to love the other one despite of their sins against us, we are already free of the pain that they have caused us. Oh man, there's a lot of pain in the world. There's a lot of pain in relationships. Perhaps you are listening right now and you are Someone who has been wronged in life by someone. Perhaps your relationship is in shatters and is broken like a piece of mirror and you, you think you cannot put it back together again. It's broken like a mirror, shattered. This is the ultimate love which God has for us. Our lives are broken and shattered by the sin we have done like a shattered mirror. It can't be put back together again to be a mirror. But what does God do? We read it in this portion of Scripture. In Luke chapter 7 verse 36 to 50, one of the Pharisees asks Jesus over for a dinner or a meal. And he goes to the Pharisee's house and he sits down at the dinner table. Just then a woman of the village, the town harlot, the town harlot. In Afrikaans we would say, die dorpse hoer. It's a terrible thing to say. It's even not radio pulpit and cape pulpit, uh, terminology 
and forgive me for saying it so straight, but that's what it is. Die dorpse hoer. Luke chapter 7 verse 37, the town harlot. This woman of the village, she heard that Jesus was a guest in the home of the Pharisee. She came with a bottle of very expensive perfume. She stood at Jesus' feet, weeping and raining tears on his feet. Letting down her hair, she dried his feet with her hair and kissed his feet and anointed Jesus' feet with a perfume. Huh? She experienced the forgiveness by Jesus, says Luke chapter 7. And Luke chapter 7 says it so, so bluntly, huh? Jesus said she was forgiven many, many sins and so she is very, very grateful. Luke 7 verse 47, go and, go and read it. And then Jesus says, if the forgiveness is minimal, the gratitude is minimal. This Dorp Sahur, this town harlot, was forgiven by Jesus. And Jesus allowed this, in converted commas, dirty soul, this sinful dirty soul, to whom the whole Dorp, to whom the whole town looked down, to come so near to his person, to wash his feet. Why is forgiveness the greatest act of love? Because when we are able to love the other one, despite their sin against us, we are already free of the pain that that one have caused us. Love is humility's greatest threat. Love is what makes it possible for us to forgive. Robert Muller wrote, and he said, To forgive is the highest, most beautiful form of love. In return, you will receive untold peace and happiness. You know, it just brings to mind... In all the decades when I was a duomany, in a few congregations, I had so many people coming to my study who was complaining about their ex-husband or ex-wife. And I could never comprehend why can those who love Jesus Christ so much, why can't they be able to have the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of abiding love in authentic forgiveness? Love does not demand its own way. Love is not irritable or touchy. 
Love does not hold grudges and will hardly even notice when others do it wrong, says 1 Corinthians 13 verse 5. The late Henry Nouwen says it so beautifully when he describes the connection of our being loved to our ability to forgive. We are loved by God, if I may say it like that. I am so loved by God that He gave His only begotten Son. And that forgiveness through Jesus' grace for my sins opens up the ability for me by the Holy Spirit's power to forgive. When I am being loved, unconditional, with unlimited love and the love of God, it allows me to be a free person. In the center of my own action and decision, I am am able to forgive. And the more you can come to realize this, the more you will be able to forgive those who have hurt you so much that you have even divorced someone, that you have even broken up in relationship with someone. And you and I will be broken forever, feeling anger, resentment, revenge, and even hate. The greatest human act, says Jesus, is to forgive. What did Jesus say? Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. Oh, we pray this so easily, but we seldom do it. Forgiveness stands in the center of God's love for us and also in the center of our love for each other. Loving one another, says Jesus, means forgiving one another over and over and over again. Because I am forgiven over and over and over again. Back to the story of Luke chapter 7 verse 36 to 50. The Pharisees people of the law invites Jesus to their dinner table. Just then. And to look at this text in Luke chapter 7 verse 37, the Greek text, only those two words, just then. It says, in the fullness of time to show the work of Christ Jesus to the Pharisees. If I even can put it this way, the two words in English of Luke chapter 7 verse 37, just then a woman of the village, the town harlot, uh, came with a bottle of perfume. Those two words, just then, In the fulfilled time, in the Kairos time, just then, 
to be the example, even deeper, to be the testimony to the Pharisee, the people of the law, that grace is above the law. God allowed the town harlot just then, when Jesus was at the dinner table, to come into the house. It is so significant. The unexpected one, the one from which or from whom you the least expects, the town harlot, die dorp se hoer, die een van wie jy dit die minste verwacht, word dier God gestuur om op daar die oomlik by die aandete tafel aan te sluit. En God stuur die mees onwaarskynlikste tot in die middel van liefde en genade so dat die fariseer kan die, kom ek sê het so, so dat die fariseer die getuienis kan kry van die meest onwaarschijnlijkste persoon in die dorp, die dorpse hoe, dat Jezus' vergifnis ook vir hulle genoeg is, maar hulle vat het nie. Just then, And the Pharisee in verse 39 of Luke 7 even says, If this man was the prophet I thought he was, he would have known that this kind of woman, this is the woman who is falling over him. Jesus said, Simon, I have something to tell you. Oh, tell me. What do you know for my share, Jesus? And then Jesus tells him the story of the bank. Then Jesus says, in verse 47 of Luke 7, If the forgiveness is minimal, the gratitude is minimal. This woman knows that she is forgiven, and therefore the expensive perfume is mine. What about you and me? You know, the more you understand about forgiveness, the more you are able to love. Do not allow that any resentment robs you into spiritual poverty of hatredness. God expects you and me to forgive others without limit because He forgives us without limit. The more you understand about forgiveness, the more you and I are able to love. Father God, in Jesus' name, thank you, Lord, that I may be free when I forgive, that you set me free even of my own actions and decisions. Thank you for your unconditional, unlimited love and allow me to be a free person 
by your grace in forgiveness. Amen.